AGM coming in, and we're back. Greeny drops his soap, while Dane's dropping facts. Three's better than two if you understand the meaning. White boy up, so we introduce Keenan. Mercenaries in underwear, they can stay put. We have football on our tongues, just minus the foot. Rugby league group showers while drinking for claims. And we're bringing this bullshit any given Monday. I said any given Monday. Yeah, any given Monday. Any given Monday. Yeah, any given Monday. I said any given Monday, baby. <laughs> Boom. Here we are. We um late start. No guest. Our um our regular Charlie. He's um I think he's just trying to cover for himself. He's drunk at the at the pub on a Wednesday night. So um we'll have to settle the shit without him, Freedy. Yeah, right. What's happening? Oh, not much. Not he's much. just you're just full dry. You're dry and he's just turned into an alcoholic. Yeah, I know. It's like I've I've given a the drink away, so now there's 4,800 extra beers a week to be drunk that someone's got to pick up. So, um, looks like Charlie's fallen by the wayside. Um, another good man gone. And um, you, you're talking about the Movember stuff. Did you you went down there on Sunday? Yeah, Sunday. So Connor, Connor Morrissey, local hero. He, um, him and the boys have been doing the Mo's um, Movember. Um, well, Mo's on the Move is a Movember sort of charity thing they've started setting up Connor and a heap of his mates from down in Sydney so they do 5k a day every day in November and ra- try, try and raise as much money as they can through a GoFundMe for all, all of it to go to men's mental health charities and then and then he ran a marathon didn't he? yeah so he wanted to do the marathon to try and raise as much money as he could so he did like a um, bit of a promotion for it and then went down to Mitchie and did um, did the run down at Mitchie. So it was approximately 52-odd laps of all four fields. And um, he just started about 7 in the morning. And <coughs> we all went down. Well, myself and Charlie went down and helped him. We ran a few laps. Um, How many did you do? I ended up doing about 19 laps, about 17 Ks. That's pretty fucking good. Oh man, I was cooked. My legs are fucked. My legs are only just getting better now. This was on Sunday. Bro, I've never run seventeen k's. I used to run long distance, so it wasn't the lungs weren't blowing out or anything. It wasn't the fitness because it's not like running a marathon. It's not like you're keeping a blistering pace. It's yeah. sort of we were just running with Connor, and it was a bit of a slower pace. We're doing like seven minute k's, but then by late in it, running on uneven ground a lot of the time on grass. And not being, not having run a long distance in a while, pretty much straight off the couch. After a couple of Ks, probably eight Ks in, the legs started going, the hips, my hips locked up, the knees were locking up, ankles, yeah, everything was sore. So um, I don't, couldn't imagine how Connor was feeling because by did the time have, I got there, he was um, pretty far into it. Did he have, was he listening to beats or anything? No, well, I think his plan was because he had him with him, but um, he pretty much had someone running with him the whole time. So when I got there... Um, he'd started and Charlie had run with him and uh, there's a heap of touch kids, like a run of touch had a thing down there. So a lot of the kids come and did a lap um, a lap with, with Connor and we had pretty much people around all the time. So <laughs> I was, did. He was the local hero that day, man. Yeah, oh, 100%. He's like Forrest Gump. Everyone yeah. just joined <laughs> in behind him, eh? But now, once Except I... not as smart. Yeah, once I got there, I knew I wanted to try and clock a few Ks. So I started running. When, from the time I got there, he had about 17 Ks to go, so... Once I started, I didn't want to stop because if I stopped, I wouldn't, definitely wouldn't have started again. Charlie was doing, Charlie did like 5K and then have a break and then another 5K. And he ended up clocking about 18Ks as well, something yeah. similar to me. So, um, but once if I had stopped, I wouldn't have started again. So I just kept kept on trucking and, and did the rest of the day with him. Jakey Morris showed up after um, his own birthday celebrations the night before, a bit fucking weary-eyed, and he pumped out. About seven k's or six k's. So, oh, yeah. we had a few runners. And Jakey, we're running wait, man, Jakey's looking thick, bro. He is. He's looking fit too. Yeah, real fit. Yeah, but um, no, it was good. Though. So the boys ended up raising a lot of money. I think Connor ended up on the day raising about eight hundred bucks or something to add to the tally he already had. I think he personally raised like seventeen hundred or eighteen hundred for the for the charity. So he's done a fucking top job because I think total was about forty four hundred or something. <clears throat> so they do it every year. I think I'll I think I'll partake next year, try and there'll be a good chance to put some K's in the legs as well and, and get a bit of fitness into the body. Five yeah. K a day sounds like every oh yeah, five K a day, but after five days you've done fucking 
25Ks and your legs are starting to feel it and you don't want to do it the next day. So 30 days of that and you fucking, you'll feel it eventually. Yeah. So 5K run just on average would be... Yeah, it doesn't have to be a run. It can be pretty much anything you can measure. Oh. You can cycle. You can... Um, like, I don't think Connor would have done any running this week. Like, after doing that, he probably would have just spun the rest out on the bike. But you can put it through swim, cycle, look, ski, ski... Um, Plus 5k full, yeah. um, worth of nuts Oh fuck That'd be the fucking way to go you <laughs> That'd wouldn't, be, you wouldn't that'd be, be the fucking hardest you would, Yeah you wouldn't want to be doing it on a salt bike Fuck <laughs> that Imagine that <laughs> But no it was good It was good to see the boys down there And um, it's good for the fitness Especially me being off the piss I sort of got nothing to do I got too much time And is that why you're wearing a North Face shirt now As you did some um, some extreme outdoor activity Do you like yeah. I, need to, I need to rep this apparel <laughs> Yeah well I've been outside So usually I'm and the outside I am is someone's backyard just fucking chewing your face killing off. it at, at, at kick on. So, no, I was actually outside in a wilderness environment running in that. So, I thought, yeah, North Face is sort of my style now. I'll have a puffer jacket on next week just to um, support this cold, rainy weather we've got. <laughs> we haven't, um, also haven't spoken since World Cup. <coughs> since the World Cup. Which we got exactly right. We did. We, we said did. 30 to 10, yeah? If you go back and listen, um, don't quote us on it, but Freddie and I are pretty sure, well, Callum was rumbling in his drunken mess about a 90 nil. Yeah, he said 90. <laughs> 90 to 4 or something. Um, Freddie and I both agreed on like a 30 to 10 scoreline. So. And we said that if that was the scoreline, that it was a positive thing for... For uh, Samoa, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which it definitely was because Australia, um, Samoa played... Um, pretty well Like they Wasn't their worst game Definitely wasn't their best But Australia Were They were Just above their average I'd reckon So the The amount of growth Australia have Was pretty good So for A tier 2 nation To stay that close Is pretty impressive And for World Rugby League Is pretty good But um, Yeah Australia too good World champs How good is it um, It's good to see yeah, I think I was talking about this with someone, but I I said that it's just going to be that um, the fitness and the um, fatigue, yeah. because the the bits that Australia scored on were like where they went through. It was just it was just fucking yeah, it um, was mind blanks as well when they yeah. were, and you just the consistency across the board from the Australians, like Samoa, each player on their day, if they play their best game of football, can really fucking shake it up a bit. But the Australians are consistently on their day. Like they don't have people that are going to give you a four and a nine. They're going to give you minimum sevens all year round or eights all year round. You know, uh, I think it was just the consistency and the experience. So, like once you get into those fatigue situations, the Australian players are like even though we didn't play our best game, once it come down fatigued late in the game, they just weren't making as many mistakes as the Samoans were. Yeah, I'd say that they would have been cruising into that game still. It would be hard to fucking be peaking like they'll go, even if they'll go on into it against probably like England or New Zealand. Yeah. Well, the thing is, with New Zealand on the same side of a draw as Australia, I don't think it mattered who we versed really, as long as we got past New Zealand to make it. Like getting into that final was the thing. And now we're ranked number one in the world again. <coughs> yeah, whatever the ranking system is, it sucks. Because <laughs> Australia being ranked number four ever is mind-bogglingly fucking inaccurate. And it just goes to show, coming out, didn't really look like losing a game. I know we beat New Zealand by two, it was a close game, but it's, you always sort of felt like Australia had the ascendancy that game. So for them to um, for them to have ever been ranked fourth is yeah pretty embarrassing. But it's uh, the status quo has been restored, Australia back on top. Um, won the Women's World Cup as well. It's a um, it's a good day to be an Australian. <laughs> Did um, where's the next one? Oh, France. Yeah, France the next one, and then America's put in for the one after that. Mm. So France twenty five and America twenty nine, I think. Yeah, France will be sweet. Oh fuck, they love it over there, don't they? Yeah, you could probably speak more to that than us, but oh, just yeah, in the, in the south of France for sure. But it'd just be sweet if it, yeah, it'd all being in France and all in those smaller little mm. stadiums and fucking in old school little villages. Yeah, well, and that's shit what like you that. need because even in some of the biggest stadiums they were playing in in England, they weren't really filling them mm. out. Like, if you had those smaller stadiums and you could pack them, 
That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, man. Like, really, really good. Friends just be smashing bottles of wine going <laughs> to the footy. Well, you saw the boys partying away on in England. Like all the same shit I was seeing on um, on Instagram and stuff. All the players that were over there were fucking weren't just there playing footy. They were having a good time as well. So. You eating those sweet crumpets in the south of France, you know, it's going to be a fucking hell of a time. And I'm sure there's plenty of local French um, Slots. Um, females oh, that yeah. might like to um, get their hands on a few NRL players too. So good opportunity to bring some talent into the region for the girls. Yeah, just got to make sure they're washing their armpits and shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gets pretty grubby out there. Right? Yeah, especially when they got some hair. Oh. Fucking hairy yeah. pits, right? Yeah, just a note to all the... For the girls in the south of France, you might think all natural's nice, but all these blokes coming over don't. Uh, Man, I remember we were in this pub after a game, um, and yeah, this was in Albi, and uh, <laughs> this girl's interested in my mate, so he got her up on the table, and she was like, oh, give me a massage, and she took off her jacket, and as soon as she took off her jacket, man, it fucking cleared the room, eh? Like, it was stinking. <laughs> and she yeah. couldn't smell it, because obviously you don't smell your own BO because you adjust to the, you yeah, know, yeah, we, you, we smell yeah. the difference in smell, not actual smell. Oh, and right, and then I was I looked at her armpits, and it was just like she was wearing a white shirt, had like yellow stain, but also oh, also <laughs> fucking hair coming Got out. The old George Bush gun. Yeah, man. can't have that, eh? Yeah, she's probably bacon cottage cheese downstairs. Oh, she would have been a eh? you fucking hedge trimmer to get anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> and just my mate's face he started massaging her back, and he like just tried to oh. clear her out pretty quick. Yeah, no, you can't have that. Yeah. Well. Shout out to um all those girls. Make sure you sort that out before twenty twenty five because you got a lot of blokes coming in and um they don't want to see that shit. Munster would have partied, yeah. Um, his m- missus, which is now his fiance, he proposed last week. They're in Italy, I think. <coughs> so um, he's a, a soon to be husband, mm. but no, nah, didn't didn't look like he partied too much. I think he left it to the younger fellas. He's a bit more reformed these days, I think. Yeah. Some of those boys are first time on tour, like your Clearies and all those younger fellas. They probably would have had a crack. Yeah, fucking nice. Especially they're trying to be pretty good throughout it. <clears throat> yeah, once it finished, yeah, he would have just fucking take, taken the chains off and let loose a bit. The only problem is everyone knows who you are over there. Like, it won't be like. It. Obviously, the World Cup's in town and they see all these big built dudes. They just assume, yeah. But you got to sort of be smart about it for these guys. If you're going to be going out doing silly stuff. Try and make sure there's no phones and cameras, not getting yourself fucking in trouble. Last thing we need is Australia's best players getting fucking slapped on the front page of the paper for doing some stupid shit in fucking England. Sort yeah. of like the situation we had with um, Victor Radley punching on with the back roller from Ireland. Over oh, silly, silly boys. And that's Cal's boy, isn't it? Cal's boy, yeah. Um, have you been watching the other World Cup? No, I haven't. The, the soccer? I have not. I've been sort of not really keeping tabs on it. I have been seeing that America is in the final 16. Yeah. <clears throat> Push through. Because they won this morning, yeah? Yeah, they won 1-0. They beat, was it Croatia? No, it was it was like Iran or something. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, it was. It? It was yeah, it was, um, it was Iran, wasn't was it? Was it Iran? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it was. But, um, yeah. Push through into the final 16. That's a hell of an achievement. And then we got a draw tomorrow morning. Yeah. No, we got to play Denmark. Yeah, no, I mean, but if yeah. we draw, if we If we fine. draw, we, Win or we draw. advance, I think. Yeah. yeah. You just can't lose. But Denmark would be heavy favourites to beat Australia. I think... Yeah. They're, come, they're like six bucks. <clears throat> yeah, to come out of our pool, there was always tip France and Denmark. And then us and Tunisia were just like no hopes. Man, I've been watching way more of it than I thought I would. Really? And I am... Still of the opinion that it is the fucking most boring sport. It's got to be close to it. Oh man, it's, I, it's like they they talk about like their set plays and stuff. I can't see it. Nah, me either. I can't, I, see, I can't it see. You know, I know obviously, but like the way that they just go to the side, back yeah. to the middle, and sometimes they look like they're advancing. And they yeah, go yeah. back to the goalkeeper. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, you look like you're making a few minutes. Like I would rather just see like, and obviously it's easy to talk about when you don't when you're like. A, in layman's terms, you don't you haven't understood the game, but just have a go down the wing, see where you get to. If it fucking shuts down, pull up, have another go inside. Like I know people probably watch us fucking leaguey set to a tram line and think, well, why don't you just fucking try and play it? 
and Ward just settle one to the middle for a kick. You know, you probably think, oh, you could have had a go, but <clears throat> when you got 90 minutes of back and forth, back and forth, and you haven't... The only thing that I don't like is, I don't care if you score fucking two goals each or 2-1 or score one like that. The, the fact that in 90 minutes of soccer, they get maybe five set shots, maybe five shots at, at goal, a yeah. team. Maybe like a good game, you'd be getting seven shots at goal. In 90 minutes, you can only produce seven shots at goal. Like in a rugby league game, 80 minutes, you've got more than seven opportunities to score tries. Yeah. it's like, and, and it's also <clears throat> the the fact that I know they're awesome athletes, well, right? Yeah, awesome athletes. Their cardio is insane. Um, but Fort every word. every goal for me f- seems like a fluke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> like it's yeah. It just always, it's like lucky that it came off yeah. or it landed it's or rico- it stuck. Ricochet yeah. to a guy who's beho- like the keeper's facing this way. Ricochet and the dude's just dribbling it in. Like, but man, I've been um, first time in a while that I'm actually killing it with my sporting bet on the World Cup because uh, oh, sports yeah? bets paying out at half time if oh, if really? your team's up up oh, to okay. your first like up to the hun- first hundred $100, of your bet. Yeah. 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 So like to that to this morning, uh, US got me my guaranteed win of a hundred, but I bought yeah. like hundred and sixty on it. And then they pay out the oh, rest. Oh really? Yeah. yeah, fuck, that's good. Yeah. So I was, so if you get the guaranteed hundred and then you and then they go on to lose, you just lose the sixty, but you still your hundred still gets paid. Yeah, paid out at like a dollar, like, like it was a dollar forty or something. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's pretty good, and um, because usually my sports bet column is just yeah, it's just no, yeah, yeah, yeah. downwards a hundred percent. Ah, oh, fuck. I don't know. Yeah, I couldn't really get into the World Cup. No, nah, like it's the hard. The Soccer man. World Cup, anyway. It is hard, especially when you're, when you're not a regular. I've been getting a lot right, more I'd, into I'd, the... Yeah, what were you going to say? I was getting a lot more into the UFC. Yeah. Like, that's pretty much all I've been doing now. It's off-season. I've just been watching old UFC shit and just fucking really getting into UFC. What, on, like, Fight Pass or... <clears throat> no, just, just YouTube? on YouTube and, like, on the internet and places. I follow a lot of UFC pages on Instagram and shit. Watch a lot of reels and just... Just loving it at the moment. Yeah. Um, just watching all old shit, old fights. I listen to a lot of Joe Rogan's podcasts now. I never listened to a Rogan podcast until about three months ago. Yeah. And now, because so many of them, man. There's oh, like, it's fucking it's like 1,700 if of you them. Got a, if you've got a job, though, that you can like have headphones yeah, yeah, in or something, yeah. it's sweet. Um, uh, have you listened to Sean O'Malley? Yeah. 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 That was That's good. That's what I'm listening to. Really at the good. Moment. It's really good. And I like those ones. That's what's getting me more into MMA, too. Just sitting down, listening to. O'Malley and Rogan talk for three and a half hours about MMA and I go, fuck, and all this shit I never even thought of. And then I go sit down and watch a heap of shit. And yeah, yeah. it's getting me right into it. I'm really excited for fucking next year. It's going to be a big year. Yeah, it should start lot. off with John Jones. Yeah. It should, should be straight away, but they're fighting in March. so And then we get Connor, the big roid freak, back in the testing pool. and <clears throat> Yeah, bro. Man, I think he's washed, eh? Bro, he's fucking enormous, man. His face is like yeah. a Easter Island head. I know, now. he looks too big. Like, you yeah. see the videos of him partying with his, in Dubai with his OG UFC belt, and he looks like a fucking completely different person. Like, if someone didn't say that's Connor, you'd be like, fuck. Yeah. Just doesn't look right. I see they cut Diaz as well. He's off the roster. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he did no. Well, Diaz, his last fight said he said yeah, yeah this it was his last it was, fight on contract. Yeah, yeah, and he hadn't hadn't to go shed a new deal. So, what do you reckon? Do you reckon he'll go to Bellator? No, I reckon he'll fight Jake Paul in a boxing match. Yeah. Oh fuck, that's a nightmare for yeah. Nate. Yeah. Nate gets knocked out, eh? <laughs> I don't know. Jake got, Paul's so no, much bigger Nate, than him. Nate doesn't get knocked out. He gets hit. He gets hit. He yeah, gets. Yeah. He does. Oh, he, yeah. He won't go to sleep, but. Jake's huge compared to Nate. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's. Uh, I'm pretty sure I would be surprised if that wasn't the next move for Nate. Is to do that, get some, yeah, get some more cash get some in, cash. and then. But then how then, are you because Nate could do something like bare knuckle as well. Yeah, but also, why would he do that when he could make good money in the UFC? Just sign another, another. Because I'd, I'd there's say no money in bare he'd, knuckle. He'd make. I'd say looking at a fight with Jake Paul yeah, would make, make the most lot. money. But also, if you lose to Paul. And then, how are you going to go to the UFC and negotiate a contract when you've lost three in a row in UFC? Yeah. Go lose to Paul. I just think he can stay in these other promotions. <laughs> he can be like the main event in in like going to this promotion for one fight, that promotion for one fight, yeah, you probably. know, and then just raking it in there. And I think he's just got the 
like what I've seen interviews and stuff, he's got the um, thought process of I'm just making a nest egg now and then yeah. right off to the sunset. That's probably the way to go, especially in the fight game. Like, obviously, your time's limited. Like, there's not many blokes that go much past 40. Yeah. Like, it's very rare. I know Glover and those sort of guys are fucking killing it still, but... I think they, what they say, the stats like 5% of the roster yeah. actually make it like so they can live off it. Yeah, which is ridiculous considering how much time and effort. Like, it's not just like you go to train twice a week and it's like your whole life dedicated to mastering these four different disciplines just to five different, six different disciplines. You've got to be able to box. You've got to have your jiu-jitsu on. You've got, yeah, to, you've got to be your, your Muay Thai, your wrestling all this sort of shit has to be fucking spot on or else you go in that cage and get pieced up on TV. Like, it's not a fucking joke. And then you go out and you hear 5% of them are making enough money to live. Damn. Yeah. Damn. It's, Why would anyone want to do that shit? It's sick, though, like being a spectator of it because it's like yeah. when you see these, um, when the athletes are coming, making a name for themselves, it's like watching a fucking movie every time. You know, oh, see, yeah. Like when Conor McGregor was coming up, that was the best thing ever. Oh, yeah. And it, he's just hot. And you're just like, fuck, is this kind of ever going to get stopped? And then you just watch the roller coaster ride, and it's awesome. And every champion has it. You look at Usman, you thought he was never going to lose. Yeah. And then, like, movie style, Leon's down, bang, pound for pound, headshot, man, dead. Yeah. Just, yeah. That's so sick. But then it's like, and then if they stay around too long as a fighter, it always ends yeah. in tragedy. Well, like Frank Yeager. Yeah. And what about Tony Ferguson? I'm just yeah. like, Tony should have retired when Gaethje punched holes through his face. Like, because he hasn't won a fight since. He's like 0 5 since yeah. then. Anderson Silva, when he broke his leg and then never, he didn't win a fight after that in the earth. Nah, he had a good fight against Izzy. <coughs> like, they had yeah, a pretty yeah, good that back was and a good forth. And then but other than, like, still, I know he would have made a lot of money, but fuck, surely legacy. Uh, I don't know. I just don't know. When are you, you going to drink again? <coughs> Um, my month is up on Sunday, so another four days, and that'll be a month. And I think I'm gonna have a you few. Just go on a fucking week, Vander. No, I'm gonna have a few quiet uh, lagers down the pub on Sunday afternoon. Probably have five or six this Sunday. Yeah, what for? Just because I've run a month. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have a few quiet lagers, and then I'm gonna try and go till Christmas. Again, day off it again till Christmas, and then drinking Christmas, and then yeah, I love getting pissed on Christmas Day. It's like one of my favorite things to do. Yeah, me too, man. Because I For don't some reason I love it. I eh? know I don't do like a, the massive family thing. Yeah, so I usually just like do a little thing in the morning and then just drink all day. But just, we're at home with the little family, or yeah, well, with whoever I'm with. So it's, it's sometimes like I go to other people's family Christmas and just get drunk. Yeah, and just relax. Man, I love then, Christmas Eve too. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, like the best time just to just sit back and yeah. Get I pissed, usually so. get drunk watching just Christmas Vacation every yeah. single year. Yeah, Christmas Vacation or um, what's that fucking? It's an animated movie. Um, the Polar Express. Polar Express. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's always on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Or then I watch Home Alone if I'm still up. I just get drunk. Yeah. Get and then myself. like Pornhub always has Christmas themed porn. Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah so you jack right. off at night. Yeah, and Santa rails those two little <laughs> fucking reindeer. Yeah. Right. Trotty sins is Santa. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, <laughs> <I> can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I'll try and go to Christmas. Um, Joel Kid and I are going up to Darwin to see Jack in March and go on a fucking week and a half fishing trip. Oh, yeah. And we're going to get pretty fucking spastic. So I'm trying to save my money and my body and my mind a little bit over the next two months. Get a bit of cash together. Rest up because it's going to be a big fucking week and a half. And we got Cal's Bucks in February. Yeah. Which will also be a bit of a show. Me and Keenan definitely invited. Yeah. <laughs> I just checked the mailbox tomorrow. I think it'll be about 10. <clears throat> but yeah, no. Got a few things coming up. So try and, try and, yeah, save the body a bit. And yeah. I'm starting to, the body's starting to come half good. So I've been having my greens every morning. I haven't missed a day yet. So is cows barks in Papua New Guinea? Or? No, we're gonna do it in Cairns. <laughs> couldn't couldn't sort it out. We are gonna try and have a um a dark skinned midget stripper, and um, <laughs> that's the plan anyway. Um, no one tell Cal. <laughs> I'm sure he um listens to this shit. But um, yeah, 
Well, that was my plan. Anyway, I said I got in my head and a glue of fucking a glue of shattered piece of glass to the top of her head, like a flat mirror, and then just get her to stand still all the time and shit. It'd be pretty cool. I've got these weird situations in my head. I've had too much time to think of. <laughs> uh, fuck. Don't get married, kids. No. Because your mates will fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, no, Lux is a good man. I've got one more mate that's, uh, he's. He's just got in. He's just bought a house with a girl. Yeah. So I'm like, bro, if you're buying a house, yeah. there's a box coming up. Yeah. 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 100%. And like, we're, we're, we've got only a few little, um, minimal boxes left to hang on to. So yeah. Like, fuck, we got to make one this that comes. Yeah. Like, fuck. We're like, it's Vegas, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're a good experience in the Bucks game because yeah. you've been to a couple. So you're like, oh, we know what we need to do. We know we need to go. We know who we need to call. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's good stuff. Fuck, I'm um, I get giddy thinking about stuff like that like when you it's all good to go out and get smashed and shit when you're not you're just like oh it just happens but when you preempt like something as big as a box or like every year thinking about mad monday yeah like you preempt a weekend so like if you make the green final and you're sitting there going fuck saturday arvo is going to be massive oh, sunday man. and like you can sit there and preempt how fucking the whole thing's gonna go. I always think, just think about the body <coughs> after the Mad Monday. Like I just think, I'm like, I always think about the pain afterwards. Yeah. Oh, it's fucked. But I think about how good the time's gonna be, and just like let the hair down and just go for it for fucking <laughs> as long as you can, and then hope like fuck the body recovers well after 48. Have you still been training? Are they still in training? On Thursday? Yeah, yeah, we're training down there tomorrow. I haven't been down. Has it been training or just touch? Well, they. Well, last I only I've only been once, and the other times I've been away, away. I was sick one week, and then yeah. I was away again. But um, I heard last week they did a fair bit of running, did a bit of training. Oh yeah. But um, it's pretty much just like the running is all extras for the boys who are down there, and then um, touch starts at six thirty. So I'll be down there tomorrow, and a few more. Yeah, I'll try to get back down there tomorrow. I've only been that one time. You're down there. Yeah, well, that's the only time I've yeah. been down. So, um, we're trying to. Get as many numbers down as they can so they can sort of get a look in to see how how we're going, I guess. Going for numbers and all that sort of stuff. So hopefully... Yeah, I see da- Debra signing fucking everyone, so... Oh, they haven't seen anything, yeah. Oh, yeah, I see it comes up. I must be following Debra on my Facebook <coughs> just to know, know their fucking clubhouse phone number. Well, Kano's back there, isn't he? Yeah. Well, that'll help. Oh, well. It is what it is. So do you want to? So do you want to talk our uh, weekly cricket segment? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine yeah. if Cal's not on, and we just oh, dive yeah. deep in. Callum was on. We're like, oh no, we're not talking about <laughs> Shut that. Shut the well, fuck Callum, up, idiot. Callum isn't on, so we'll just uh, Australia <laughs> up two eighty one for two in the test. Uh, Labuschagne's hit himself a ton already, and that's all we have to say about that. Is um, have you been following in any more movements in the NRL? Sort of. They. I don't understand how. Um, the Gold Coast thought it was a good idea to let go of Greg Marju, that big giant winger they have that dominates all their fucking, all their stats. Go scroll down a little bit. It was just, it was just back there. The second one from the top. Greg Marju swaps for the hooker Chris Randall. Chris Randall's a fair player, but Greg Marju's fucking a literal beast. Every time he plays for him, he's one of their better players. I don't understand how he's never got a consistent run. Um, I think Newcastle have done really well here. Obviously, it hurts losing Chris Randall as a backup hooker. Can also play lock a bit. But their captain, Jaden Braley, is a hooker. So that position's pretty well sewn. you just got to pray for a good injury run. And um, I don't know what the Gold Coast are doing. They've got a hooker. They just signed Sam Verrills. So I don't know why they'd be bringing a hooker to the club and letting go of one of the fucking most unearthed talents that is going around. So... That's one I don't get, but um, there isn't too much going on in the NRL at the moment. Nah, there's a thing going around on um, Insta- uh, Instagram today about the New South Wales jersey. I didn't see it. What's the what's the goss? Oh, just saying it looks shit ass. The new, yeah. new South Wales jersey well, looks crap. Westpac all over it. Westpac must. Be well, that's what they would have been unveiling it for the new sponsor. Yeah, right. Because this year it was like a vintage style, wasn't it? it yeah, was like, and it had the like it, it had Bryden's lawyers on the front and yeah. had the stripes, like a couple of stripes, and it actually looked pretty good. Mm. Even though that cut's lost, because they suck dicks. It's mm. very good. Well, I, don't, I, I guess they're just going to cop shit until they if that if that was like they, they've been winning and they just unveil any jersey, it yeah. looks better than if they. Let's just 
let's just hope that um, we don't have to face a New South Wales side with Latrell and Tom Travojevic and all those boys fit and firing this year because we sort of lucked out this year a bit. Tommy only played one game. Latrell didn't play any. That's um, it's a very, very lucky, lucky move for Queensland. But Queensland will get better too. That was also a side that probably shouldn't have won. So keep improving, keep improving. And um, we've un- unbalanced some talents, you know, like Cherry Evans coming to the end of his string. <clears throat> we've got Tom Dearden who played the game of his life in game three. You know he can do it on stage. So once it is time for Cherry Evans to go, do we bring Dearden straight in? Is it starting to blood a half back? I know um, there's lots of talk about Sam Walker maybe being the guy, but he's too small at the moment. Are we looking at sizing him up and getting him in the squad at least? Um, yeah, they'll, just, they'll just keep him out of the testing pool for an off-season. Yeah, I think he might have to, because eh? he just just doesn't have the stature. Remember that year frame. that fucking Greg Inglis came back juicy as? There was, yeah, was it 2007 or something? Yeah. And then round one, they played the Dragons, and Jamie Soward tried to stop him on the try line, and he threw Jamie Soward about 16 feet over his head. Yeah. Oh, it was, and everyone goes, that guy's on juice. Like, oh yeah, and there's nothing anyone could. You always about. notice because I'm always like, why is his wrists and elbows bigger and his neck? You know, yeah, it's like all the yeah. things that you don't usually think is going to grow. Yeah, it just blows out, yeah. and swells up. Oh, big neck, big necks, man. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about they still? Um, they've brought out a statement, the Players Association on the Origin eligibility, talking about. Oh, that came out yesterday or something. Yeah, I think it might have been the day before. Might have been Monday. Um, talking about. Just leaving it as is, pretty much, and saying Origin has evolved, and they should be letting just about, like, should be letting people play as long as they meet the requirements that are there now. <clears throat> Which means all these players that are playing for your Samoas that have um, just made a World Cup final are still eligible to play for New South Wales and Queensland. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Like, do you, I know we've had this conversation on here before, but you can't play for Queensland, New South Wales if you play for New Zealand or England. Or Tier 1. Because they're Tier 1. Yeah. What's the difference in Jason Tamalolo, who's played for New Zealand, is the only reason he can't play for Australia. He now plays for Tonga. So because he's played for New Zealand before, he can't play for Queensland. And he was here, he was eligible for Queensland, but the only reason he couldn't play was because he played for New Zealand. Yeah. And now you've got like a large majority of the Samoan starting side who are New South Wales players. They've just advanced further than two rounds further than Talmalolo in a World Cup. Yeah. How are they eligible to play Origin? Like it just doesn't make sense. Well, I just I just think <coughs> it's 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 also for the like the being a world game yeah, so trying to I be know. a world game so they got to keep those try to get those tier two nations um competitive yeah. which they are starting to be you know yeah, like, yeah. i 100 percent agree with pumping the world game up 100 percent. yeah like we need to be putting into this because cracking the world stage getting this game in more countries getting it pumping it back up in france getting it going in america like all these spots that could be fucking thriving spots for rugby league that's 100 percent right but Tamalolo can't play Origin because he chose to play for New Zealand when he was younger. If he had chose to play for Tonga when he first made his international debut, he'd be playing for Australia. Uh, playing for Queensland. But because he's played, what did he play, like eight tests or something for New Zealand, you now he's ineligible. It just yeah. doesn't. Well, like it, I, it doesn't really make sense. I think that it's got to like, it's got to <laughs> adapt as it changes as well. So like yeah. it's got to get to the point soon where they go, look, you're either, you want to play for Australia and then as trying to play for Australia, you know that you have the eligibility yeah. to play for New South Wales or Queensland. Yeah. Otherwise, you're, you know, those tier two nations have to start be put under the same sheet as the well, tier that's one. Why I don't understand why we can't just have rep rounds of Pacifica tests where we just play these guys in their Pacific, Pacific nation sides. And that would clear it all up. Like, why the hell do we have to have all them play for Australia, uh, Queensland and New South Wales? Mm not eligible for Australia, and then go out and play for other nations in the World Cup. But we could have Pacifica tests where they represent their culture and grow the world game at the same time doing what they're doing. 
The reason isn't anything other, anything else other than money. It's a money grab. These guys, they don't care about. I'm not saying they don't have passion and pride for it, but they don't really care about fucking playing for Queens, playing for New South Wales. They care about playing for Samoa. Which yeah. why don't why don't we let them play for Samoa? Let them have these avenues to pump the world game up, to represent their 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 people, rep, actually represent what they want to represent. Like I know they say, oh well, my family. Yeah, I want to represent my family for Samoa, but I also want to represent my area. But it's like, you, at some point, as you're saying, we have to get to a point where we say, but when is that point going to be? Is it going to be? Are we too far gone already? Yeah, I don't know. I I, I think the it's the obviously the queen the origin's always going to be a success. Yeah. You know, so it's like we don't have to worry about, it. and that's what I think when they fight over this eligibility thing. It's like why not just they're they're playing for you know don't consider them. You know, if I they're going to play for yeah. that, don't consider them. You know, <laughs> we're going to watch it if it's a bunch of white boys, bunch of versus a bunch of white boys. Yeah. You know, we're always going to watch it. So, but the thing is, like, that's a. Exactly what I feel is you, that's what I feel as well. You should be picking. Uh, it was all originally. It was always a, a precursor to an Australian selection, hmm. and that's the whole reason it started. And then this crazy rivalry and crazy passion came into it, where Queenslanders, New South Wales went <laughs> head to head. Now it's it's still a rivalry. It's rivalry mainly fought out through history. There's no punch on the NRL anymore. There's no blues. There's no player stouses and anything like that. But like, yeah, for for some reason, it's like you think of someone <laughs> like like Luai, right? Yeah. He don't give a fuck if New no. South Wales loses. He really doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Honestly, and they he says he wants to represent his area and shit. He represents his area every day, fucking throwing up gang signs and doing what he does in the hood or yeah. whatever the fuck. Listening to Western Sydney rap. Exactly, and. If like how passionate could you really be when all you ever talk about is your passion for Samoa? Like, if why couldn't Australians like? It's it's a hard one. I just don't understand why the NRL feel like we need to cater double time for everyone else, and then all the Queenslanders and New South Wales players who are eligible get left out for these guys who are have um have. Intentions to play somewhere else will come an international time. And a lot of people will say, oh, you guys are fucking idiots. You're one-eyed. Like, it's growing the world game. Just let them play. Who gives a shit? And I'm like, it's a rivalry fought out in history of blood, sweat, and tears in gladiatorial-style fucking absolute war between state, state versus state, mate versus mate. And now it's... The New South Wales side play for Samoa. There's fucking five or six of them that played in the World Cup final against Australia, and they were playing for an Australian state. You can't represent an Australian <laughs> state and then go and represent another country. Like it just doesn't make. Anyway, that's rant done. We've <laughs> have, we've had this yeah, rant a lot of times. We're talking about because who was that? who was um for like wasn't Cal the yeah, opposite think, or something? I think we had Cal and Charlie on here and. We went with both of them. I think Charlie sort of agreed with it a bit and Cal was sort of more on, on our side. Yeah. Cal's probably outside right now and like jacking <laughs> off in the bush. Yeah, well, I left him at the pub and he seemed like I didn't know if he was. Oh, was he getting drunk either. again, was he? Yeah, he he's got a problem, drunk. man. He is. Yeah, he's got a real problem. He got. He went to the golf last Friday and got absolutely obliterated as well. So, Did he? Yeah. He's a drunk. <laughs> yeah, we'll be playing threes this year. Oh, yeah. Do we have a fours? Sign <laughs> Callum up, Captain Coach. Oh man, oh, Jesus! Um, any other news in the NRL? Do we see anything else? Bro, I've fucking it's it with dead zone at the moment after the World Cup. It is a, eh? it's a bit of a flat spot, which isn't always a bad thing. They're probably no, you know, what they say no news is good news, and usually by this time we've had at least one or two sort of scandals coming through the NRL, so. To not have those is a is a bit of a godsend. Actually, <laughs> remember when we started watching old? It was like this time <laughs> yeah. of year we started watching yeah, old yeah. games and breaking them apart, reviewing a little bit. Uh, we're gonna have to um, make sure we get some question posts out next week, and we'll we'll answer the the viewers' questions. Yeah, we just kind of like the last minute thing because we meant to do this last night, and yeah, then, we uh, were. It got it. Uh, we got fucking all caught up. Yeah, a few things back and forth. Um, 
Yeah, we will have to. We'll make sure we're on time next week and we'll get some questions out. I think Mechanic's got a question. Oh, he does? Yeah, here we go. <laughs> He's always on it about five seconds after I drop that. <laughs> yeah, he loves it, eh? Shout uh, out to the Mechanic. Thanks for looking after us. How do you see the Titans placing next year with the roster they have for 2023? It's actually a genuine question. I like it. I like it, asked Ante. Um, I personally believe the Titans are going to struggle dearly. I think there's a good chance that they finish lower on the ladder than the Dolphins. <laughs> and that might be my hot take for the next year. I think the Dolphins finish higher than Titans. Yeah. Because I can't see them improving enough to get anywhere near off the bottom of the table. I know they didn't get the spoon this year, but they were dangerously close. And even though they scored a lot of points in a lot of games, their defense is ordinary. Unless in this offseason they do something miraculous defensively, I can't see them winning too many games next year. Maybe maybe four wins. Maybe. But yeah, defensively they gotta change. Yeah. They just gotta be fucking back and like have a, some sort of culture as well. Hey, it, it's so it seems weird. if I was if I was that caliber of player and I had clubs after me, yeah, I'd be I wouldn't even look at the Titans. No, 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 not a chance. If the Titans could offer you a couple of hundred grand more, and you'd still just like, I'd like yeah. to lose to go there. It just seems like they don't have, well, they don't have as much history as any other <laughs> club because they're the newest, but. There's fuck all history. There's fuck all culture. It just seems like they're all on the Gold Coast. It's just like it's like Vegas having a team. Exactly, and it's always been that way with the Gold Coast. And the the Titans are doing better than anyone else ever did down there. But at the end of the day, they're still not great. They made the finals last year. Um, only just they won ten games, lost fourteen. Yeah, and then they lost in the first round into a close game to the Roosters. But, but you know, like, other than that, they were winning spoons, and like this year, they came fifteenth. Yeah, it's so hard also to have a supporter base when you're a, you're a destination team. You know, like yeah. you're a holiday destination team. Yeah, yeah, you can't really build up a massive supporter base. Like you know, I guarantee their their membership numbers would be yeah. among the lowest in the NRL. Like the hundred percent. I could almost, I could almost, maybe say the Dolphins would have as many members as they would. Yeah, and they haven't, <laughs> yeah. haven't played a oh, game. No, they would have more, man. Dolphins would be killing. Yeah. yeah, dolphins would be. Dolphins are huge. Yeah. So and you just see like it doesn't feel like they're really building towards anything. Like you don't see them talking about. You don't hear about anything about any of their higher ups coming out, making a stand. Like they signed Justin Holbrook was supposed to be the fix, make one final series, and they came next to last. They don't hear about them making any big name signings that are going to fucking shake the world up. They just, I don't know, it feels like they're almost happy being mediocre and just think, you know what, we can take this and go somewhere with it. Whereas you really can't. Like they're just yeah, and fighting then, an uphill battle. Oh man, and when they're not winning and their their <laughs> their crowd, their home crowd is terrible. Oh, it's but not, it's like non-existent. Yeah, it's sometimes. it's you know with the Raiders with the uh, Vegas right. You know they've they they've built this state of the art. Stadium like yeah. um the new Cali for, uh the new Cali one that yeah. SoFi Stadium it's yeah. like fucking um the, like interactive screens and shit That's crazy and, but um but like at least like people they they won't have like that built in supporter base already but yeah. people will go organize a weekend to go to the yeah. NFL yeah. and then also hit Vegas and stuff it's not like a lot of people are going yeah we'll go down to the Goldie yeah. and then, and then we'll lock, lock in a Titans yeah. game lock in a Titans game and then after that we'll hit the casino yeah. like and it's, they're not even close to each other the stadium and the nah. casino is a fair way away so yeah because stadiums are <clears throat> Dina isn't it yeah yeah and casinos are Broadbeach so yeah. it's a fair ways it's um yeah, it's not a real idyllic situation. They need to... The, the, the hard thing is, I see the fix to the, the these sort of situations is potentially having a draft that these sort of clubs, like the Titans, who consistently underachieve, can pick up some young talent and sort of start growing sort of name for himself by the type of people they decide to select in the draft. The only problem with that is we've had this conversation a hundred times about a draft and it's homegrown talent getting just poached. Like why would anyone why would anyone train talent yeah. anymore? But then also a positive to that is if the NRL clubs aren't doing it, then we could fund all these Queensland Cup, New South Wales Cup sides 
and they bring the talent through and that would benefit Queensland Cup, benefit A grade, benefit reserve grade all the way through because if all those players that are coming through, all your systems are coming through Cup systems <coughs> instead of NRL systems, you're going to have a whole lot more players staying around junior clubs and helping out junior clubs, playing A grade, playing um, reserve grade, playing Q Cup. So it could be a way to do it. And then that way the NRL clubs pretty much focus on their men's teams, their women's teams, and um, and winning games pretty much. But then again, you want your NRL clubs taking some responsibility for their own future, but then... Because you can't really have like someone like Penrith who's built the best nursery going around and say, oh, they go, oh, why would we do it anymore? If we're just going to train these blokes, we finish top of the ladder and then the Titans pick them up. Titans, dogs, uh, tigers, knights, they all take our five best rookies. Like, And then they stop doing that and then what do you know? We've got the best nursery in rugby league. Gone. Yeah. So it's it's... Almost like a triple-edged sword. Dude. You just can't win. No matter where you go, you're getting fucking stabbed. So, um, and that, <clears throat> Yeah, go. Yeah. I was just saying, like, that's probably one of the ways to fix a team like the Titans and see them actually have a bit of success. Let them have higher picks in, in a draft sort of situation and take a few good young prospects. But in saying that, they've had good young prospects. They couldn't get it done with. they got David Trafita, who's... They paid big dollars because he was the the next big thing, and had Ash Taylor and all these sort of guys, and still couldn't get it done. So, I suppose maybe a draft isn't the answer, but just yeah, yeah, we'll just move him to like Ipswich or the Sunny Coast. <laughs> if they'd fucking kill it in Ipswich, yeah, like Ipswich would get behind them hardcore. But problem is now that the Titans, Ipswich want to see a jet somewhere, you know? Like, yeah, get on, get on Sunday Arvo, get on the ice and go watch, sit out oh, on the grass and watch the yeah. fucking... Oh, they'd have people there, right? They're just, people just stumble across the ground when they're high walking yeah. around. Like, That's, the cow will end up there. Oh, yeah, cow will be drunk in the car park somewhere. <laughs> yeah, but when the when the beer runs out, hits We're, the ice. Wearing any given Monday shirt. Yeah, man. Screaming, fuck some more. <laughs> 90 nil, God. Man. Fucking coughing, bro. I've been smoking way more weed now that I don't drink. <coughs> really? Oh, bro. If you hit it hard, I'll hit it hard every night and watch The Office before I go to sleep. The Office? <laughs> you are so old, bro. That's, <laughs> that's the oldest shit I've ever heard. Smoke weed, watch The Office. Yeah, man. It's full dad vibes. It's taken me fucking two weeks to do probably a night of marking that I had due today because of like <laughs> I'd, 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 I'd hit a cone and then be like, fuck it, I'll just go watch some comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I haven't, I haven't smoked weed in probably oh actually in Alice Springs when we went or when we went to the desert <laughs> I had a scoob with an old boy out there but other than that I haven't yeah haven't smoked weed in a long time yeah. I don't know why I, I can have a scoob every now and then but um, if I fucking if yeah, I, I can't function on it like I can't do it I have to do it at night time because I can just chill I yeah. can't I could never be like wake up in the morning and yeah, have yeah hit a pop. brekkie bong and then get into it oh no. man nah I'd just fucking be so un, like nah so, yeah I'm the same like if I had one cone right now I would be in a hole and I would yeah. not be moving and I'd be like can you get me some water yeah some man no that's what I was thinking of having one before but I was like no nah, I couldn't I won't talk I'll just sit here and listen to you <laughs> like, yeah it'd be a five minute podcast I'll be like can you leave now I fucking want to watch some Seinfeld yeah. <laughs> Seinfeld <laughs> <laughs> no I'm not just Seinfeld eh? <laughs> everyone does not bro. these love everyone it, in this house maybe because <laughs> it's just you no nah, just me man just oh me. fuck yeah, but, well, uh, I heard you got some shit for sale too. The bro, yeah, so anyone looking to set up their own home, Gray, just, yeah, I've got about $1,000 worth of equipment. Yeah, there's a, a whole shitload of stuff over there that's got to go. It looks full fucking industrial. And <laughs> you might be able to get a good crop going. No, so. I, well, yeah, it's for a small, a small grow as well. But anyone interested in an investment um, in a slight yeah, um, hydroponics sort of setup? That's right. It's the equipment that just keeps on giving. Yeah, it does. You're like... Um, you want to make some real cash, you know? <laughs> Everyone talks about it. find yourself a side hustle. There ain't no better side hustle. Yeah, make some money before it's legalized, you know? <clears throat> yeah, because once it is, yeah, no one wants that shit anymore. You know? <laughs> People only want it because it's bad. All um, right, we've run out of shit. Um, yeah. What are we, where are we at? I think we're 40. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. 48 minutes. 49 minutes. Boom. Yeah. For a, um, for a week, no rugby league. We're doing pretty well. Are you coaching? 
Yes, yes, okay. I am. We um we actually spoke about that today. We had our first little meeting. Kid and I like to sit down together and write our shit in the book about our plan for the next year, and sort of try and organise who we're going to have to manage, who we're going to have to run water, um, and a rough plan of our first couple of weeks at training. Because we know the start date for next season, so we've sort of planned out the first probably six weeks of training. Not not anything like strenuous into actual session training but just sort of what we briefly want to cover in each week so we do obviously the first two weeks it'll be a fair bit of con and just slowly bringing the ball in and then just advancing through it until we get to a trial game so we did talk about that today and we're, we're looking forward to it we'll have a few from last year come back and hopefully drag a few um, um over from other clubs and and um, bring a few more up from within and see how we go. We're actually looking looking forward to it a lot. And it'll be a lot easier this year, us playing at Mitchie. So I don't have to do the Mitchie and then shoot to Sanford <laughs> yeah. and then go to Sanford on Saturdays, Mitchie on Sunday. Yeah, that was a fucking great idea. Oh, bro. man, that was a fucking nightmare. Like, I don't ever want to do that What again. was the the <clears throat> reason behind it? You know, like, what was the what was the whole idea about going to Sanford? I just play for Ivesy. Oh, okay. It was just for that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So just go out and play for Ivesy and have a bit of fun, a bit of a cruisy year in Div 2, even though and now I think I played like six games because I was fucking... Old big slugs back <laughs> coaching this year. <laughs> the biggest slug yeah. on the north side. Yeah, I think in the world, north, <laughs> north side of the world. Yeah. But yeah, shout out to kid. Happy birthday, bruh, tomorrow. Is it? Yeah, big kids. He's 17. I think he's 22. 16, maybe. Maybe 22 or 23. 22. Yeah. <clears throat> we went to his 21st last yeah, year. Yeah, I know, but I was thinking, was that last year or the year before? No, last year. So he's 22 tomorrow, young fella. Oh, Congratulations. Young, yeah, I know, 22. Only just two. Fuck. I'm 25, fun. bro. <laughs> yeah, you're old, man. You're old. I'm fucked. I yeah. may as well call it quits. I'm going to write a will out and shit. Yeah. All right, take this shit out. All right. Shout out to Freddy. Boom. Shout out to Charlie. Um, probably still waiting for his feed at the pub. Probably blind drunk. Shout out to Callum, who's always <laughs> blind drunk. Um, shout out to Brick Lane. Shots for the support. We appreciate it a lot. And don't be a mercenary. Boom. Yeah.